0: Here's your host, Alex Garrett.
1: Hey, happy Sunday to you. I hope you're doing well. It really is whatever day of quarantine. But uh, on the line with me is Adam Sinkis. Interesting story. We are part of the Mighty Tribe, which is led by Josh Tapp. And I simply asked the question, hey, anybody want to talk about their sleep patterns during this whole thing and whether they're losing sleep? any, Any comments? And sure, I went out for the people that do the studies. But then Adam Sinkis, he commented and he reminded me, I don't have to look for the leadership, uh, for the studies, for the scientists. I have real people on the ground that are dealing with the same thing. I think everybody is. And so Adam, Adam Sinkis Collaborations, you're a leader. You have a leadership program. Are you losing sleep during all this craziness? I mean, that was kind of where we started the conversation.
0: Uh, so this last week, uh, I would say yes, but, uh, normally no, not, not nearly as much. Um, yeah, last, last week was a bit crazy cause I've been doing some late night business calls, but, uh, you know, this, this week we're, we're kinda gonna, we're, we're gonna get back to the normal, which is, you know, I, I find, you know, it's interesting because I can tell when I get to that point where, where I haven't had enough sleep, where I'm not doing the right things because like my motivation just absolutely just drops to get anything done. And then I sit here and get sucked into the, the fun world of social media and, and all that other stuff that I don't need to be doing, uh, instead of really getting things done. So, um, but yeah, sleep, sleep and routine is hugely important and uh, in, in just keeping on the norm during all of this.
1: Well, let me ask you, first of all, what inspired you to answer the question? Because sometimes you throw a question out there, you barely get an answer. So what inspired you to, to actually answer?
0: Uh, I am re- just in, uh, genuinely engaged with people and making connections and, and uh, you know, like to, to throw out there and, and see, what, uh, see what people are thinking, uh, you know, and so... Like you, I am a I am a content creator uh, when it comes to social media and, and just being out in the world. Um, I like to put things out there and see where the see where it sticks. But you know, on the, on the same token of that, I always think it's interesting to get on paths that uh, you know maybe aren't aren't paths that you typically go down and, and have the conversations that are that are a little bit uh, you know little bit different than, than your norm. So,
1: well, I know that you don't usually talk about sleep because you're talking about your Adam Sincus collaborations, but I do feel like leaders today and anybody um, today is losing their sleep pattern. And especially if you have a business and I know that's where you focus on is business collaborations and let's face it, there are small businesses suffering right now and I'm sure they're not getting sleep
0: either. Yeah, no, I I, I think it's important. Like when all this started going down and 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 I've worked at home for a while, so this is uh you know this is nothing new to me. Uh, but you know when all this started going down i I was all in on the philosophy that whatever you do, get into a routine. It doesn't have to be you know your wake up at six thirty, seven o'clock to rush out the door routine. It could be wake up at nine o'clock. It could be wake up at ten o'clock. Whatever works for you, but make a routine and get up at the same time every single day. Um, because as soon as you start to push yourself out of that, uh, out of that normal pattern, it's like, have you ever, you know, have you ever had those days where you wake up, uh, you have to get up like two hours before you, you're normally getting up. And, and the whole day you just feel like kind of in that fog?
1: Well, actually, I, I've i kind of not gotten up until recently till about nine or 10 in the morning on weekdays, nine the latest, but I actually collaborate now in the morning on a podcast with someone who goes live at nine in the morning. So I've gotten myself up at eight to go live before him to make it all make sense. And that routine has really changed me. So I'm not in a fog anymore because I have a purpose to get up early, if that makes sense.
0: Yeah. No. And that's my point there, right? You know, whatever that time is, it doesn't matter. But if you're, if one day I'm getting up at seven o'clock, the next day I'm getting up at nine o'clock, the next day I'm getting up at 6 a.m. Your body never can make that adjustment. Uh, And so what happens, at least in my experience, is that um, you start to get in this kind of funk. And when we're tired, when we're hungry, when we're, uh, when we're not opt- you know, really operating at our, our prime, we become easily distracted. We go down, like, like I mentioned, you know, I go down the rabbit hole of social media just cause I love talking to people. Sure. Uh, sure. But, but that's a focus issue. Um, you know, and, and really, uh, we become ineffective at that point. Um, you know, and so as a, as a leader, um, it is hard sometimes to get the right amount of sleep, especially, you know, in our global economy, you, you got business happening anywhere from, you know, really 24 hours a day, depending on who you're dealing with in the world. And, um, you know, and, and that's always a, that can always be a challenge. It always will be a challenge actually moving forward. And so, um, you have to set, I think, clear boundaries of when it is okay to work in those off times. Um, because, you know, the reality is, is if you do it, people are going to ask you more. And if you continue right. to do it, people are going to ask you more. So, um, you know, so it, it's just starting off with setting clear boundaries. Right. And, and so um, I typically, typically will stop working, at about six or seven o'clock in in the evening. Occasionally, I will take a call at eight or nine o'clock, but that that's the exception, and I don't allow it to be the norm. Um, that way, you know, I can spend a little bit of time in the evening with my family, winding down a little bit because that's another thing I think we miss, and we'll I'll circle back to that in a minute. Sure. Um, but uh, you know, I get that chance to wind yeah. down. I get to do something I enjoy. Not to say I, I I love what I do and uh in in running a, a marketing company and really um you know, really getting to do that entrepreneurship thing, which is so much fun, but uh but I also like to play video games and uh I
1: like to have a life outside of work. I get it. I, I get where you come from. Well, you know, and that's so you talk about timing of people waking up and maybe I'm a little too cynical. But I feel yep. like uh, as this thing continues and it probably will here in New York for a while, sadly, um, I just feel like the will of the people start is gonna start to be gone. Am I wrong in yep. thinking that?
0: No, I I think you're I think you're right. I think um, you know, I, I think people I, I was reading and actually I watched a video, it's a very empowering video about the people that are um, you know, out on their uh on their porches on the high rises playing music in the evenings and love that love, you that. know, like all that stuff is what they're doing to, to battle the the compartment syndrome. I call it right. You know, we, we're becoming compartmentalized as a society. And so, um, I think it's easy to get into a funk, right? Because it's easy to go, well, you know, I don't have to be up at, at eight o'clock today. So I'm just not going to, right. Um, you know, and then tomorrow comes and you're like, well, maybe. And then the next day comes crap. I got to be up at eight o'clock. You know, and you get into that, that routine. So, or this, this non-routine funk of sleep and you go from having a solid seven or eight hours every night. Um, or even some people, you know, I'm, I'm one of those people I function on like six hours of sleep far better than I do eight hours of sleep. It's, it's a weird phenomenon, but, um, but there are plenty of people like me out there in the world as well. But the, the point here is that I get a consistent six hours of sleep every night. And and so um, I, I'm very regimented to a schedule. Um, so with my home office and, and with my family home all the time, you know, I, I essentially set office hours, right? Not to say that they can't come in and ask me a question. They can't uh, do what they need to do throughout the day, but... My office hours is focused on doing work, getting work done, right. And so I start my office hours at nine o'clock. I don't stop any typically any earlier than five thirty, and so everything in between there is really built around anything that I'm doing uh, for work. And so, you know, I don't do things like laundry. I don't do things uh, like clean the house, you know, I, I don't take time to do any of those because it's outside of that schedule. Right.
1: Oh, you do it after office hours then.
0: Exactly. Gotcha. Yep. Or on the weekend. Um, you know, and, and so by doing that, it allows me to have that semblance of this is work time. This is other time and, and, and disconnects those times just like you would have if you're going to an office. So, right. uh, yeah, so that's what I found works the best, and and everything I've read and everything I've talked to, I've talked to a lot of uh, uh, a lot of work at home experts, um, as this was all kind of starting to ramp up, and and everybody has the same sentiment, right? It's it's get a get good amounts of sleep, make sure you're shutting down, and and really you know work on a consistent schedule, just like you're going to the office, so.
1: Well, you know, and I was thinking, so you're talking about how you're doing your office hours. I live with my mom, my stepdad right now. I mean, I shelter at home, and uh, they're all working. So I feel like we're all kind of three different colonies of people doing our own thing in the house. But I say to get sleep and to go to sleep, you cannot let the household go to sleep upset at each other or something like that. You know, Or even if you have a a fight with someone who's not sheltering with you or how you can't go to sleep angry, right? That's kind of what I've been talking about also is that to get good sleep, mending fences before you go to sleep is actually a big deal.
0: Yeah, no, I I would agree with that. Um, You know, the best sleep comes by removing the most distractions, right? So, um, you know, and having uh, having a a fight or being upset with somebody is is a huge distraction to your sleep. Why? Because you're worried about the overall outcome of what's going to come from that. And so, you know, whether it be somebody in your household, something that happened uh, while you were working, it, it really doesn't matter, but you're, you're 100% right. We need to mend that. We need to fix that. Um, I call it getting, uh, it, taking the monkeys off of your back. Right. So uh, figuring out what's important to worry about, what's not important to worry about and, and passing off those things that we don't need to carry around with us. Right. And, uh and so how do you
1: do that? Like what, what experience would you say that you've had you mend a fence or get the monkey off your back before you went to sleep, or even with the client, anything that you'd like to share?
0: Yeah, no. Uh, when it comes to like, you know, just straight up like disagreements, the things that happen in, you know, in, in married life, the things that don't make it to Facebook, I said, I always say, um, you know, I first thing first is, you know, pause and let's have a conversation about it. And, and my wife, uh, my my wife and I, we are both very stubborn people. Uh, but, you know, at the end of the day, if we can stop, pause and take, have a conversation about it, that's the start to the end, right? It, it's not about solving it right there. It's about getting everything out in the open so that we know how we can solve it. And once we do that, you know, then then you can you can get usually we can get to a point, you know, within a very short period of time, you know, and half an hour, hour to where we're both back on the same page and everything is good to go. You know, Um, when it comes to work, though, you know, I I am a huge proponent of uh, a notebook and a journal. Um, So I at the end of every single working day. I make a list of everything that I need to get done. That's still open. Right. And the reason I do this is because I find if I get it out of my head, I can stop worrying about it. Right. Because what do we do when we make a list internally, we're worried about not forgetting anything on the list. It's like going to the grocery store, right. You know uh, you you get the list of 10 items that, you know, and, and, I don't know about you but me notoriously I will miss one item on that list no matter how many times I repeated it back to the person that gave it to me and, and so anytime we have uh we have items in our mind that uh that we're trying to not forget and trying to make sure we worry about uh getting done all that stuff becomes again a distraction to your sleep so uh, so I will make a list at the end of every day, uh, of all the stuff that I, I need to get done. And then I go take it a step further because, um, I find that a lot of things we, we deal with in, in our work, uh, are things that aren't necessarily ours, right?
1: Okay.
0: Uh, you know, get, again, taking the monkey off your back. So I look at all those tasks as I write them down and I decide, is this something that's under my control and that I need to take care of directly? Or is it with somebody else? And and if it's with somebody else, I cross it off my list. You know. I, I get rid of it because it's not mine at that point. And right. so by holding on to it, now I'm holding on to that extra baggage. And again, we're getting back to distractions while you sleep.
1: Well, I was just thinking about this as well as we're talking because you do a, a company called Adam Singus collaborations and yep. uh, you can find them on LinkedIn. You're on Twitter as well, Adam.
0: I am on Twitter. I am on Facebook. I am on YouTube as well with my new winning tactics podcast.
1: Very cool. Congratulations on that. Thank when did you, you start
0: that? Uh, a couple of weeks ago. So it's, it's, it's not nearly as, as formal as this, but uh, we have a good time talking about business and, and just uh, what issues are impacting small businesses. So,
1: Well, to be honest, I kind of run mine as like, what happens if this ever made it to air one day? I kind of make it so <laughs> talk radio driven. It, I hope it comes off like that, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, but, no. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, no, I, I, I started doing it because um, I just, I needed a better way to get some video content out there. And so it was like, well, here we go.
1: Well, very cool. So the reason I bring that up, Adam Sinkis collaboration is you've got business collaborators that are probably talking to you during this whole yep. thing. And and what are you advising them? I mean, they've got to be a mess right now.
0: Uh, yeah. So we're, we're getting back to the basics. Right. So um, reinvigorate the why, uh, you know, really getting back to understanding why did you get into business? Why are you why are you passionate about you know whatever your business is? Um, and and then just refocusing from there going, okay, cool. We know why, you know why you're doing this now let's help make it sustainable. So, uh, we've spent a lot of times, uh, talking about the, all the loans and grant programs that are out through the small business administration, which it looks like those wells are going to dry up here very quickly. So, um, it's going to be back to some kind of creative financing options for, for some of these Uh, companies but um we talk about things like marketing we talk about just what is your plan right because again it's about uh it's about removing distractions and the unknown is a huge distraction that we let uh you know we typically let the unknown consume us so um So, you know, I'm really focused with them on how do we become smart in this time? How do we take away as much of the unknown as we possibly can? Um, And and how do we pivot strategies so that you don't have to worry about the unknown the next time?
1: Well, and so give us like an experience that you've had uh, talking sort of someone off the, I'm going to quit this because all this is happening ledge. Have you had any of that story to tell?
0: I have not. Thank goodness. Um, You know, we just really the the biggest conversations I'm having is is really just stepping back and talking about the why. Right. So, um, you know, once we get back to that core, uh, you know, I I haven't talked to anybody that I would that I would call on the ledge. Right. They're just um, they're worried about people. They're you know, we're talking small businesses. A lot of these people, you know, operate like almost like a, a family. And so it's a very hard decision to go. It's in the best interest of the business. It's in the best interest of, of you for me to put you on furlough. Right. But that's a real conversation that business owners, uh, you know, need to have because uh, you, you can't be too deep into paying out payroll and not be able to pay things like your lease and your power and your water and, you know, and, and things like that. Right. So, um, you have to be smart as a business owner, and, 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 and that's what I'm getting. That, that's where I'm going with the business owners is let's take a step back and let's figure out how to be smart through this uh, and, and make the best decisions that are going to allow you to come out on the other side of this because at the end of the day, you know what, I, I'll be honest with you, sure. uh, pretty much every small business the owner that I talk to, they're worried about two things. Uh, they are worried about providing for their family, and they're worried about providing for their employees. So, which I I, I have to say I'm really lucky uh, with with businesses that I work with because they're all really awesome people-centric businesses. Um, but, you know, that's, that's a commonality that I see. And so, um, you know, so we attack those things, right? So it's about having conversations, getting all the unknown out there, and then coming up with a plan so you can get it off your plate uh, and get refocused on what's going to take you to the next step.
1: Well, I tell you, I feel like you're playing a role right now because everybody's panicking about the SBA loan. and oh my goodness, and it's bad that the funds ran out. But what, what do you when you advise your clients, what are you telling them about the loans? Like what is your advice on that?
0: Uh, it, it, you know, it's really about being smart. The, the SBA loans weren't for everybody. The grants were okay. Um, I feel like there was, there was a lot of businesses that probably took it that didn't necessarily need to, which is why uh, you know they, they took it out of fear uh, of the unknown uh, and left some of the other businesses that weren't in as good of a financial state to kind of be uh, hanging. So um, not to say that there isn't other programs out there now. There, there are a few. There's grant programs. Uh, and it looks like uh, everything that I've read, it looks like they're trying to figure out uh, alternative ways to fund the SBA programs as well. Um, so I don't know that those are down and out yet, but, uh, but they're definitely, definitely slowing down. So you know, so now it's, it, it's wartime tactics, right? So right. Uh, you know, it's, what do we need to double down on to make sure that you come out of this successfully? What, what can we cut back at and what strategies are we going to pivot to to make sure that uh, we can take advantage of any opportunity you could possibly have to do some business, right? So, uh, you know, a lot of them are just getting back to the basics, you know, re- revisiting process, uh, you know, processes within their business, becoming more efficient. Uh, marketing is a huge piece right now. Especially digital marketing, um, you know, with with everybody being on the internet, you know, that's that's a huge space to get into, and and it does take some time to really get like huge amounts of traction. But most small businesses already have a website, so there's there's things you can do with your website and making sure that you're putting content on it, uh, making sure that it's optimized, and, and really just You know, uh, tying it back to things like your Facebook, your LinkedIn page, all that kind of stuff that are quick, easy things that will gain you traction in the digital space. And then, you know, obviously the 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 big elephant in the room is there's Facebook ads and and Google AdWords that, uh, you know, you, you can spend as little or as much as you want on. But either, you know, either way those are also great opportunities to get your name out there. The key here in my mind is that you need to, people aren't spending as much, but you still need to make sure your name is out there. So as soon as they are ready to spend, who's the first person they call. Right. So, hey,
1: Adam, I've got a question. So you just mentioned the war zone and I, I got to ask this. Have you, Luckily, had no one affected by COVID. Have you had family or friends, or has have your area in Florida been touched? Uh,
0: We have. We are one of the most concentrated areas in the state of Florida for it. But uh, uh, I know I do have a couple of family members that were affected by it. One seriously, but he is making a a good recovery now. Uh, So we're definitely headed in the right direction for him. Uh, But you know, I. Other than that um, you know we're we're pretty much locked up in the house we we, uh, we don't leave home just to keep ourselves safe you know
1: right right so do you get at least air like backyard air and all that stuff? oh yeah yeah
0: yeah no we uh, we my daughter and I love to go out and play cornhole so we'll get the cornhole boards out and, and go do play you know- cornhole.
1: If you happen to watch, I think they're going to actually do some reruns of ESPN Cornhole Championships. Mm-hmm. And when I first saw this, I was like, that's how much the sport's taken off. It's become a sport now.
0: Yeah. Yeah, no, I we have a blast with it. Uh, Pre-COVID, you know, I, I played, uh, used to play in a, a small bracket tournament here every Thursday night, and you know, we have a good time. And, and so, yeah, it's so cool. It It's fun. It's, it's my relaxation for the week usually. So,
1: well, this might be a weird question, but why, why is it important to get real life stories rather than like some scientist who's been studying sleep and all that? Why, why, do why do we feel the need to get the real life story? I, I just feel like it's it's more important in today's world, especially to talk to actual people rather than someone in the lab that's doing all these studies on sleep and whatnot? Uh,
0: you know, so it, I think it's the, the battle uh, of data versus reality, right? So, uh, we should always, we should always be looking at data, right? And there, there's a lot of data out there for sleep. Uh, and, and most of it says pretty much the same things, you know, consistent sleep, sleep the same hours every night, Uh, you know, get at least six hours of sleep and uh, make sure that your sleeping environment is calm and relaxing. And so, you know, those are like consistent things that you'll you'll see that most of the studies, you know, we've been studying sleep for a long time, right? So uh, because it's an easy thing to study. And so, you know, I, I don't think there's a whole lot of crazy new information coming out about sleep. But you know, the reality is, is there is new information, especially as we shift on how people are practically applying those things, right? Because it's, it's less about the sleep. It's more about the practical application and what we do with it, you know? And, and so, um, scientists that are studying sleep are just talking about the effects of sleep, but they're not talking about the reality of, okay, I'm a small business owner and I did just straight up have to work 90 hours this week because uh, I have projects going on. And so how do you overcome that? How do you push through that? How do you stay effective? You know, that, that's the reality uh, that I think is so much more important to people than just talking about uh, this study showed that 90% of participants that got less than six hours of sleep were 30% less effective well, that's great. We all know if we don't get sleep, we don't get our work done. So, right. uh, you know, so how do we overcome that? How do how do you set boundaries? How do you, uh, how do you push through that and make sure that you are effective? You know, because there's, there's always going to be those times that that's why I think it's important to talk to the people that are actually doing it instead of, uh, wrapping yourself up in in all the numbers all the time.
1: Well, uh Adam, thank you so much for joining us today. And there's so much more we could talk about with this because it's, it is a reality thing and, and more so than data. But the one thing I will say is I hope, I do hope there is some studies on the healthcare workers because I know they're giving it at all and they're not getting any sleep right now. And we have to give them a shout out almost every time we're going on the air someplace, right? How how much yep. they're working during this. So it's pretty wild. Yeah. What they got to go through. So Anyway, yeah. Adam, thank you joining, for joining me, and we will talk to you soon for sure. Come back when, uh, when you got some updates for us, and we'll, we'll be here.
0: All right, awesome. I appreciate your time today.
1: Thank you, thank you. Talk to you soon. I'm Alexander Garrett. This has been The Sunday Pod.